Little Rock Public Radio. This is The Art Scene. I'm Daniel Brain. This week, we're taking you inside a work of art in progress, the newly reimagined Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts. Formerly known as the Arkansas Arts Center, the museum's brand new space in Little Rock's MacArthur Park is slowly taking shape ahead of a planned opening in spring 2022. This week, we take you on a behind-the-scenes tour of the construction site. Our tour guide will be the museum's executive director, Dr. Victoria Ramirez. You'll also hear the voices of Jeannie Gang, the project's chief architect, and Kate Orff, who heads up the landscape architecture. You'll also hear from Van Tilbury, chair of the museum's board of trustees, and Harriet Stevens, who chairs the building committee. You'll also hear plenty of construction noise, so put on your hard hat and enjoy the tour. Ramirez starts us off. We're so appreciative that you all are here. We've uh, selected some spaces throughout the building to uh, highlight for you all. And uh, it will be a tour surrounded by a construction site. And so please know that you just need to be very careful as you're walking around. But I think you'll see that it's um, a very special time to be here. All right, follow us. So as you all may have seen, um, the main north entrance, we are unable to get through, but what you're looking at on your left is our primary north lobby. The door we just entered is actually going to be an actual door. It's a covered space, so in inclement weather, people will not have to walk through the courtyard to get inside the museum. You're seeing a lot of scaffolding and really what we're doing right now is work on the ceiling which is a signature part of the um, of the entire building and i know a big yeah. part of your design there's a change in topography between the front the north side and the south side um, and there had always been a difficult to see where you're going through here and so what we did we just took what was already there the, the two sides and kind of shaped it and created a you know, connection through this stairway and kind of gradually opened it up. So, so now you can really see the landscape in the front and the back all the way through. So it's really like an orienting device for the building. The design of architecture and landscape is really about a museum in the park. So when this is cleared out and we have our mature oaks being planted and you can see the mature oaks that we've saved here, it'll really feel like this big, you know, sort of expansive, almost green uh, corridor that will always kind of point you wherever you are in the project. Uh, so and it really connects. So stops on the tour, we will be heading towards the south side of the building, so you'll get a chance to see that. But what we're going to do first is bring you up to the galleries. As you can see, it's a little challenging to get up our main staircase, so we're going to actually take you through a pretty special route, and you're going to go through back of house and up the stairs into the galleries. So we would have come up the stair that we were showing you and cut through that diagonal and um, be able to visit all the galleries and things like that. And this is just a special place that we put at the end of the that cut to connect back to the city, the community, um, to bring natural light into a space that doesn't harm the artworks, but give people also a chance to talk about what they've seen and, and to be part of the city and part of the building at the same time. And then there'll be kind of works here that can be installed that 
won't be harmed by light. So there'll be, you know, things that could be big scale, colorful, that you can see from outside in. Um, part of the characteristic of all the galleries, though, is this very high ceiling, um, the wood floor, invisible mechanical system. So that what that legends right that that will be um, the air delivery. It's not finished yet, of course, but um, the air will come in, um, and then there's just this reveal at the top of the wall. So really trying to um, create a place where you can be immersed in the artwork and the architecture kind of takes a step back. So throughout all those galleries. And what was really tricky here was just build, we're building on the columns that were already there on the building below. And so, you know, we couldn't just put the walls anywhere we want to. We have to hold up the roof and stack our columns. And so it was really, you know, interesting to try to arrange the spaces to get these good proportions and to get something interesting without feeling like a maze, you know? So it really is a very clear space, very legible. We're really thrilled with these galleries. They're going to allow us to do more than we've ever done before. Um, you can certainly see if you look on the other side of this wall, this is a huge gallery for modern and contemporary art. And how incredible will it be to have people drive by 9th Street and be able even at night to glimpse in and see what's happening inside the galleries and see this big wall. And it gives us a great opportunity to see the landscape, Kate. So you yeah. talk a little bit about that? So as part of this, uh, the landscape on the north side here, we have a refurbished crescent lawn. This is a historic kind of a facet of this whole, the composition of MacArthur Park. So the lawn will be refurbished. There's some oak trees that will be planted to really build back that successional oak woodlands that was a sort of characteristic here so you see a lot of activity on this sunny open lawn and then you know in addition to like Jeannie was mentioning the interior of the building getting kind of rationalized so you feel very oriented uh, on the exterior we've made it really accessible really easy to navigate so you'll be able to drive in and be able to be dropped off right at that gorgeous north entrance portico that you saw or if you're parking, you would kind of move in and along and park along the west side in a parking room. And then all of this will be sort of restored with oaks and magnolias and uh, sort of beautiful um, perennial planting and grasses. So it really, the geometry of a series of pathways will also kind of reach out and, and try to pull people in from 9th Street. These galleries are 15% larger than we've had before. Um, if you all are familiar with our old building as we walk through, you'll see even just linear footage-wise, we have more wall space than we've had before. We'll also have art and spaces beyond just the galleries. We call it art and surprising spaces. So you may see art hanging from the ceiling of our atrium. You may see art under the stairs. You may see art outside. But to your point, it gives us a chance to show more work from a collection of 14,000. Um, you know, most museums can show uh, three to five percent of their collection, uh, and we certainly had limitations, and uh, we will have less of them or fewer of them in the future. We're really wanting to bring more contemporary art to Little Rock. We're wanting to have site-specific installations as part of our grand opening, but also a part of just our uh, exhibition programming as we move ahead. We're actually working with some, or considering some artists who actually create, um, it's like a, a vinyl wallpaper almost, 
And really what we want is a, an artist who will create something that has an impact for those who are inside the museum and then those who are uh, just driving by. I I'll tell you, we have such a fantastic collection of contemporary craft. And if you think about all of that media, um, bamboo, wood, glass, metal, basketry, uh, ceramics, all of that can withstand light for an extended period of time. So there, there's a lot we can explore. You know, we don't want to put too much work in some of the larger galleries. You want to give contemporary art more room to breathe. But the other real factor is we have a big collection. And when you have 14,000 works, um, you know, you got to make some difficult choices. The, the galleries, even though they're very large, uh, we do have galleries dedicated to temporary exhibitions, and so we will not necessarily put our permanent collection in there. Why don't we, um, Maria, you want to guide the way to the next stop? Yeah, we're going to go to the cultural living room next, because okay. we're just standing under downstairs. space being constructed and you want to just give us a, an overview of where we are and we can jump into the details. I'd be glad to. Thank you, yeah. Victoria. Yeah, this is what we're calling the cultural living room and our hope is that it becomes truly a living room for Little Rock and for Central Arkansas and for everyone who travels here to this destination. Uh, it's just surrounded by light. Uh, you'll be able to see the, uh, the gardens and the landscaping Outside, you've got a, a look down into the 1937 courtyard, and below us is that open entry where we came into the courtyard. And this will be uh, a space where you can come and enjoy a coffee in the morning or study, uh, read, and then it'll progress through the day, you know, into uh, uh, a cocktail hour and then maybe uh, some events at night so uh, this room at night will just glow and I think it's going to attract people from all over just to the glow of the room it's going to be really phenomenal and I think Studio Gang Architects did a fantastic job bringing it to life thank you I, I just wanted to say what you can't see here is the ceiling right now but it's really a beautiful ceiling with the structure that curves in and supports. Um, so that will be a big feature of it too. And if you think about it, when you're arriving and you're looking up, you're gonna be able to see the, the ceiling of the space. And then people in this space can really connect to like all those parts because it's 360 degrees um, that this does around it. Um, but we really paid attention to the lighting, acoustics, and you know, making it a comfortable space where people can gather and talk about the art that they saw or just come here to, you know, do some work during the day, have a coffee, and then as Van described, it really transforms over the day into something really fun at night. So we pictured this as really the, the real social hub of the building. You know, lots of different things can happen here. It's made to be somewhat flexible, but still feel like you've arrived. You know, it's, it will have furniture in it during the day. You can hang out. And, but yeah, it's just really, you know, a place to meet up with people, to go see a show. 
I think it's a great example of the inside-outside yeah. that we've been talking about, uh, too, where, you know, looking out, you're going to have this flexible lawn, maybe people playing on the lawn, and then underneath us is that kind of covered, welcoming porch area that are keep you sheltered from the rain, and then you have this really beautiful framed um, exterior courtyard that we've designed with a limestone that sort of gently reaches all the way out to the, the curb, and this incredible um, Art Deco facade that is somehow now also treated almost as a piece of art, and we're going to have a beautiful sculpture, am I allowed to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're going to have a Henry Moore sculpture right in the center of this, and we have a very gently curved uh, uh, tapering seat wall that will sort of offset that sculpture. So really have a lot of different experiences, very public, very active um, the, this, in this, this one was area. Up. This was here. I don't know if yeah. you guys know the building. It, it was here, but it was like covered by a lot of different additions that had been built over time. And so our work was really like to, you know, cut that back and to expose it to become you know, to re-become the front of the building um, and to highlight it. So, you know, this outdoor space Kate was mentioning is really another type of an outdoor room that can be used for various activities or again, yeah, very nice to have sunny and shaded spaces. Um, and also just this, I love the limestone details from the 1937 facade with the representing art painting and sculpture with this really cool uh, font from 1937 and it's really a heritage piece from the city of Little Rock so like kind of rediscovered and coming back to be seen. The sustainability uh, for this project is really you know both from the reuse of the existing building but also from an economic sustainability standpoint, thinking through how does a museum like this is for the public um, stay relevant, stay you know, stay vibrant, and so those opportunities have been thought through as well. And, and we're still committed to be free, free of charge when we open. We think that's so important for this community. We want this to be a place for this community. And even though we do charge for some of our art school classes or some of our programs, it's important that we have opportunities for people to join those programs if, if it's a hardship. So when we talk about revenue, we're really talking about being able to be sustainable and being able to give back to the community. So we're going to head down the main staircase. Uh, there is scaffolding up, so just please be very careful. This is the art scene from UA Little Rock Public Radio. I'm Daniel Breen. This week, we're taking a tour of the all-new Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts, currently under construction in MacArthur Park in downtown Little Rock. Welcome to our new art school and our beautiful-to-be art lawn. Uh, this, as most of you know that are from Little Rock, one of the most beloved institutions in our city is the art school. People from all ages, all walks of life take part in the art school, and it's just one of our really, really prized possessions. Um, I think one of the best stories I have is that I have a friend, a friend of mine that's a grandmother who takes pottery classes, and her grandchildren are also here taking classes. So you could see the age group of people that take part in the art school. We have huge thanks to give to John and Robin Horn, who have always supported the art school and are so committed to our art program here. 
and the Wingate Foundation. As you probably saw the beautiful sign at the Wingate Art School. And it's a wonderful gift that the Wingate Foundation, Robin John Horn, have given back to our city and to all of our citizens. So it's going to be a beautiful space, as you can see, with all the millwork. And I'll let Juliana tell you all some about it, what they were thinking when they designed this. Sounds great. Hi, everybody. I'm Juliana Wolf, also from Studio Gang. And yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about our um, thoughts, ideas, and inspirations for the art school. So first of all, we are uh, so excited about the fact that in the Arkansas uh, Museum of Fine Arts, you have this amazing collection, but also people come and learn about um, craft and creating art um, on their own. So that is quite unique to have a place where not only do you see this finished beautiful work, but also the process in learning about art and creating. And so that is something we wanted to um, really celebrate and, and make visible. And um, so when you came in, you may have noticed there are this shape kind of of this um, entry space into the studios. It's an, it's an interesting kind of starburst shape and it allows you glimpses into all the various studios because within the art school there are all these different types of, of materials that people work with. There's painting, there's metal, there's jewelry, pottery and so on. And so we, we arrange the entry sequence so that you can get used into all of these different kinds of studios. And we also wanted to make sure that there is enough display space that some of the work that gets created here can be displayed or else work that inspires the work that, that gets created here. So that's what the uh, kind of gallery space on the outside of the classrooms um, is all about. And then finally, we wanted to extend this um, making an opportunity for, for um, making and also making the uh, process of making visible to the exterior. And that's where the art lawn comes in that um, Mike was speaking of. So there's a, a connection to the outside. The classes can spill to the outside. And then um, the neighborhood, the community can also see this um, art making within the lawn itself. Kate, okay, you and Chris one, want to talk a little bit about the art lawn and what we have planned out in that area? Yeah, yeah. So I would say one of the things I most admire about this institution is exactly what you guys are talking about, the art making as much as the gallery space. And really, this is kind of a place for those makers to really collaborate and work together. So they're working across different mediums, but they might go outside for a break. They might engage with one another. And so really kind of creating these spaces where people can collaborate. And then, you know, you bring that out to the the public where the artists are then collaborating with the public as well, but really this space is kind of something that I think is theirs and something they can cherish and work together on. Uh, there's plans for uh, sculpture pieces in here. Um, also, we've designed gates and other uh, kind of borders that kind of allow views into the space and you can kind of see that activity happening a little bit as you pass by as a, a gallery or a visitor. Um, it's almost like a working garden. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the doors and get fresh air and uh, make, some, uh, make something, display something. So it's a really you know, nice inside-outside program um, connection, too. Uh, each studio space that you go into, whether it's for drawing or painting or uh, woodworking, the cabinetry has been designed just for that particular medium, but also remains flexible. So if we want to introduce a printmaking program, which is something that we're starting to explore for next year, we have the option to do that. We're also really excited because, as you can see, we've got these little sort of ancillary spaces off some of the studios. And we do hope to host artists in residence. We want to bring um, active artists who are working around the country here to Little Rock to teach classes, to engage with the public, 
Um, and really just to enliven and enrich our programming. Um, and so this will, the art school will continue to be uh, the heartbeat, really, of, of everything that we're doing here educationally. And I don't think there would be an art school in the country that has better looking millwork than what we have in our art school. This would be happy anybody to have this in their home, much less in an art school. But it just shows the caliber of uh, building and design work that's gone into this building. I think this just showcases the absolute thought process and detail and nobody on the team, architect, landscape, building committee, the museum, no one has ever given up. If we decide we want something, we never get up till we finally get it. And I think this is a shining example of it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're very proud of, of how each studio space is yeah. outfitted. And it really is that careful attention to detail because we want spaces that are comfortable, inspiring, spaces that people want to, to, to come to again and again. All right, we've got one more stop, and um, please follow our incredible marketing manager. <laughs> so here we are uh, on our last stop. By design, it's close to happy hour, and we're in the restaurant. Uh, truthfully, this is, of course, the southernmost portion of the building, and it gives us a great opportunity to talk about the space and the landscaping and really just all that has gone into this. So Harry, you want to talk a little bit about that? And well, welcome, yeah. welcome to the restaurant. We have not named it yet, but it is a restaurant in the park and we're so excited about how it does engage the outdoors. And I'll let Kate elaborate on that in a little bit, but we do have a wonderful event lot and other wonderful things outside. We have an overhang, so there'll be in, indoor and outdoor dining. And there will be a lounge area kind of right over here when you enter the restaurant and um, seating and some of it is banquet seating. Um, and then there's a private dining room beyond that beam over there. And you can see the start of all the wood going up. That wood is gonna go through from the restaurant, through the blossom, the atrium, and upstairs into the cultural living room. So you can see how complicated all of that is. And Jeannie will talk about that in a minute as well. But, I mean, I think all of us spend some of our happiest days gathered around a table with friends and family, and we are so excited about this space and having people here enjoying, I mean, even just to come and pop, pop in and look at maybe what's going on in the museum school, or just to come for a meal, both lunch and dinners, have a drink up in the cultural living room, come down, it's just gonna be phenomenal. Stay tuned, we have hired an operator, and we are working with them on menu and all kinds of things, down to dishes, and what they're going to wear and, and you know so anyway stay tuned and come come dine here well this is a great space to talk about the landscape i mean when you come in from the north you saw that incredible sort of cavern almost that opens up and so now we're down at the level of macarthur park and you can see these mature oaks that we've saved you can see the treetops uh through some of these clear story lights and so what what's so great here is that obviously we have our parking we have these this this beautiful kind of um what would you call this sort of facet. folded facet folded, folded roof plane um what we've done in the landscape is use the the um, low points to really catch water developing a sort of a water loving garden uh, outside so you can see well i'll take you over to later if you're interested to sort of a seat on there but we have this very exquisitely kind of 
carved um, stone seats also that help animate this plaza. So there'll be a plaza um, with tables and chairs. There's going to be a really expansive event lawn that's graded for um, activities. This is really where it all comes together and you have this very um, beautiful experience with the park. And of course, when the fence comes down and so on, the sort of park landscape will open up and really feel. And it's really not that we're reaching out to the park, the park is kind of reaching into the building too. Well, we, we started our tour looking at the 1937 facade, talking about the north entrance, sort of a nod to the past, and here we are in the south with looking towards the future. You know, we, we demolished about 75% of the building, um, but a lot of what we kept is, is really the, the, the structural heart of the building. And so um, when we were standing up in the galleries, for example, we were standing above where the galleries used to be. You'll notice the fly tower for the children's theater, and the theater is still intact. And then, of course, the 37th facade. Again, thank you very much for coming. Uh, we really do appreciate it, appreciate your time. Today was a very exciting day for us to announce our grand opening to the public being in May of 22. And all I can tell you is that there will be many, many more announcements to come. Victoria Ramirez, Executive Director of the Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts, leading a tour of the museum's reimagined space in Little Rock's MacArthur Park. She was joined by architect Jeannie Gang of Studio Gang and landscape architect Kate Orff of Scape. The brand new facility is set to open in May 2022. And that's our show for this week. Please tune in next week at the same time. I'm Daniel Breen, and the art scene is a presentation of UA Little Rock Public Radio.